Kids struggling with reading and writing? Get them the support they need with Read and Write software for the desktop, Google, or iPad. These proven software solutions help those with reading and writing difficulties, learning disabilities, or English language learners. Read and Write Gold text-to-speech software provides tools for reading, writing, studying, and research for students while they work within the common applications they use every day. Read and Write for Google provides support tools for Google Docs, PDFs, and EPUBs in Chrome on PCs, Macs, and Chromebooks to make Google Apps for Education accessible. And iReadWrite makes reading easier and helps to ensure accurate writing as students use their iPad for school, work, or leisure. Learn how the Read and Write family of products can help your student by visiting texthelp.com. That's texthelp.com. Or by calling 1-888-248-0652. That's 1-888-248-0652. Get a free trial for Read and Write Gold or Read and Write for Google today. Have students with IEPs? Take advantage of the Read and Write Gold IEP special. Ready to buy now? Get 10% off when you buy from the texthelp.com online store using the code ATTIPS14SAVE10. That's ATTIPS14SAVE10. This offer won't last forever, so go check it out now. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, where we examine different ways to provide options for students to engage in their learning. I'm Melissa Hartman, Special Ed Supervisor for Loudoun County Public Schools. And I'm Mark Nichols, Special Education Supervisor for Assistive Technology with Loudoun County Public Schools. We were your guest hosts for episode 125, and we're still your guest hosts now for episode 126, recorded on November 16th, 2013. This episode continues to follow the student we created in our original draft for the chapter we authored, along with Chris Bouguet, for the book Technology Tools for Students with Autism that was published by Brooks Publishing. You can learn more about the book and order it at http colon backslash backslash bit.ly backslash tech tools for students with autism. That's the number four. Chris has that linked over at attipscast.com as well. When we last left our fictional student, Mike, he had just finished eating lunch. In this episode, we'll pick right up from where we left off. We'll hear about Mike taking a sensory break, participating in a math lesson, going to recess, learning about science, and then packing up for the day. Enjoy! Enjoy. Have fun on your journey journey with Mike. Mike! Sensory break. As Mike walked back to the classroom, he was distracted by a few loud students from another classroom that were heading to the lunchroom. When he entered the classroom, Mike decided a break was needed before math class and handed his break card to Miss Anne. Miss Hart had designed the classroom with six different chill-out stations that included 1. the reading station, 2. the multimedia station, 3. the computer station, 4. the play station, 5. the sensory station, and 6. the mini office station. Each student had the opportunity to choose a station where they could relax. Mike used his task chart on a daily basis to select his preferred station from the period following lunch or at any other part of the day when he or his classmates needed a break. 
Mike took his personal device into his favorite station, the PlayStation chill-out area, which was a small single-person tent filled with pillows. Mike called it the eye tent He enjoyed going into the tent to play with a cartoon cat app who repeated everything Mike said in a high-pitched voice. He loved to hear the cat repeat lines back from his favorite TV shows. Using her communication device, Melinda indicated her station preference. I want to go here. Melinda loved to listen to her mom read chapters from The Phantom Tollbooth. With permission from Miss Hart, Melinda's mother had used the classroom recording pen tool to record each page of the book in a distinct location on digital paper designed to work with the pen. Once returned, Miss Hart cut out the small sections of the digital paper and taped them on to each page of the book. Melinda used the digital pen, with headphones, to touch the paper circles and listen to her mom read each page of the book. Chris used his chill-out station time to watch a vodcast about volcanoes on the laptop. Miss Ann had subscribed to various educational vodcasts about volcanoes that were automatically downloaded when new content was added. Chris was captivated as he watched episode 25 entitled, Historic Eruptions and Their Climatic Effects. When the timer for the end of the session went off in the classroom, music started to play. The students understood that this was the auditory cue to pack up their belongings and get prepared for math. Miss Hart turned off the music when Kimberly, the student who was on the morning announcements, and some of her friends knocked on the door. Mike and Antonia walked with Kimberly and the other students down to Miss Cooler's class. Math. Promptly after the bell rang, Miss Cooler began class. The classroom in which Mike and the other students received instruction was arranged differently than their homeroom. There were a total of 28 students in the class, and Mike sat in the middle of the third row next to Kimberly. Miss Ann stayed in the classroom to provide Mike with papers with visuals on them to help assist him with understanding the assignments and directions. Miss Cooler reviewed a lesson on geometric shapes using different examples displayed on the interactive whiteboard. Students raised their hands and came up to the board to identify a shape described by Miss Cooler. Mike raised his hand when he knew an answer. Miss Cooler called on him to label a cylinder, and he had no problem finding it at the board. Once the review activity was over, the class prepared to give their final presentations related to their geometry projects. As part of the project, Miss Cooler had paired students and instructed each pairing to work together to research a shape. Once completing the research, the duos were expected to present what they had learned about that shape to the rest of the class. Mike had worked with a boy named Johnny to complete the natural geometric shapes portion of the project while on a scout camping trip. Together, they used a digital talking avatar to retell the adventures they had on a hiking trail. The avatar explained how different items found in nature looked like geometric shapes. Mike and Johnny couldn't wait to show off their grizzly bear character, which included a full head of dark black hair, a fishing vest, and sunglasses. The bear talked in the foreground as a volcano erupted in the background. They had recorded their voices using a computer microphone and had used a software program to change the recording to make the final audio sound slower and deeper. Mike was disappointed when Miss Cooler informed the class that there was only enough time for one team to present to the class. Mike took a drink from his water bottle and counted to ten in his head. Miss Ann walked by his desk and showed him a symbol of, okay. Mike watched two other students give their presentation to the class. 
Following the presentation, Ms. Cooler told the students the story of author Pliny the Younger, the only eyewitness survivor of the famous Mount Vesuvius eruption that covered the city of Pompeii in ash. Ms. Cooler then showed an online video recreation of the volcanic blast that captured the attention of everyone in the classroom. Natalia raised her hand and asked if she and her classmates were in danger by volcanoes like Mount Vesuvius. Ms. Cooler smiled and said there was no direct threat in real life, but that for the length of the class period, each student was going to be transported back in time as a working member of a community that had just survived an eruption. She divided the class into groups. Chris was placed in the group of farmers, who had to figure out the area of a plot of land that needed to be replanted. Chris was tasked with entering calculations into the calculator. Ms. Cooler reminded him that there was a website that could help with this task if needed. Melinda was in the group of people who organized the rescue supplies. She placed objects and pictures of supplies into different boxes based on how they were used. Mike was part of the inventory group. When Melinda's group placed an object in a box, Mike subtracted it from the supply inventory. The inventory was listed on a spreadsheet on a laptop that he received from the laptop cart by the door. He changed the number in the quantity column each time an object was removed. He told the order group when they were out of supplies. He did this by saying, we are out of, and then he completed the sentence with the supply item needed. The students were highly engaged as they worked on their projects, and they didn't even realize the time. Recess. Once outside, Mike looked at the paper Miss Hart had handed him. It contained three objects he needed to find that were hidden around the playground. She showed him that he could use the map and the compass on the classroom tablet computer to find the three hidden objects. The objects he needed to find were a toy volcano, a roll of dimes, and a lock. When he pressed the button, he saw a purple dot on the map showing him where the first object was hidden and a blue dot showing his current location. Mike headed in the direction of the purple dot. First, he walked past the slide, and then past the swings. The numerals decreased, and he knew that meant he was getting closer. When he was really close, he began to look around. He stood near the tire swing and pressed the hint button on the device. It read, Hope you have a good year. Mike saw, Good year, written on the black tire. Bending down, he looked inside the tire swing. Inside, he found a roll of dimes and brought it to Miss Hart. She handed him a marker, and he put a check mark in the box next to the picture of the dime. He repeated the process and found the toy volcano hidden in the grass on the edge of the playground. The lock was the last object he had to find. After several minutes of looking for the lock, he began to get discouraged and frustrated. Mike began grinding his teeth and rubbing his thumb on his pointer finger. Miss Hart approached him and showed him a picture of a boy shaking with his hands clenched. She tapped on her arm as she said each word. I am frustrated. Mike repeated the phrase aloud. I am frustrated, tapping on his own arm. She showed him a symbol for help and tapped on her arm again as she said the words in the phrase, I need help, please. Mike repeated the phrase, I need help, please. Once again, he tapped on his own arm as he said each word. She pressed the hint button on the device, and it read the same phrase he read when he had pressed the hint button. It read, ball bin. Mike looked in the ball bin again, but found it empty. All of the balls were out on the playground. 
the teacher showed Mike a symbol of under with a picture of a black dot which rested below a black line. He looked under the ball bin and found a box held shut with a lock. A piece of masking tape with a handwritten web address was placed on top of the box. Also secured on the box with a piece of masking tape was a QR code. Mike handed the box to the teacher and she gave him the marker to mark the last spot on his sheet. Miss Hart rang the bell and the students lined up to go inside. On the way inside, she told Mike that at the end of the day, after science, he would get to go to the website written on the box for instructions on how to open the lock. Science. When Mike arrived in Miss Hart's classroom, the agenda and goals for the lesson were posted on the whiteboard. Antonio went up to the board and clicked on the screen reader icon to have the agenda read aloud. Miss Hart had placed pictures next to the agenda items to assist the students in following the agenda. The objectives of the lesson were to identify the different types of volcanic cones. In the last class, the students had learned the difference between magma and lava. Miss Hart reviewed the lesson by asking the students questions. Several students utilized individual dry erase boards to record answers and held them up to display their answers to the teacher. Tamika had difficulty handwriting quickly, so she used her cell phone to send her answers directly to the website displayed on the whiteboard. The students were excited because they saw that Miss Hart had stations with different materials set up around the room. One of the stations required students to use modeling clay to form the different types of volcanic cones. Another station required students to identify the cones in the pictures and record the letter of the correct answer on a sheet of paper that had to be turned in to the teacher. Mike focused on the computer station and headed over there to be first. The small group went to a website and looked up volcanic cones. Mike used the same screen reader he used earlier in the day to check his writing assignment to listen to the text displayed on the website through his headphones. When Mike came across a vocabulary word he didn't know, he copied the word from the website and pasted it into a program that automatically put a picture over it. In this way, he could both listen to the word and see a picture of the word, which allowed him to better understand the passages. Once everyone finished, they were instructed to generate one sentence to describe each type of cone. Mike utilized a voice recording program, the same program he and Johnny had used to record their voices for their talking grizzly bear avatar, to record his answers. After saving the file, he dragged the file into the teacher's turn-in folder on the computer. Other students chose to draw and label pictures of the different types of cones. Once the students completed their station work, Miss Hart directed them to go back to their assigned seats. She played a video of Mount St. Helens erupting back in 1980. Mike recorded a message on his handheld device to remind himself to ask his mom if she was alive back then and if she remembered the eruption. When the video was over, the teacher placed pictures of volcanoes on the board. She then asked students, one by one, to go up and drag the label tags to the correct volcano picture as a review. If the students had the correct answer, it disappeared. If the student had an incorrect answer, the label snapped back to its original position and the prompt, try again, was heard. Tony, who was learning to stay in his space, marked by brightly colored tape on the floor, used the interactive whiteboard tablet to answer from his seat when the teacher called on him. At the end of the activity, Miss Hart told the students that they would be doing a lab on volcanoes during the next science class. She explained that they would be using a special program to guide them through the process of writing a lab report. 
She stated that this program would work well for many students because it provided sentence starters for each section, would play back what was written, and had characters who would provide scaffolded directions throughout the process. At the end of the class, Miss Anne prompted Mike to double-check his agenda to make sure he had turned in all of his work and had all of his necessary materials for home. She also checked to see that he had his homework correctly recorded on his device. Then, she prompted him with a visual to open his notebook to see what was next on the schedule. Mike followed all of the directions and earned another sticker. Packing up. At the end of the day, Miss Hart and Mike reviewed the assignment pad on his device to make sure he had all the materials and assignments recorded correctly. Once they were sure he had everything he needed listed in his device, Mike turned his attention to working on his transition goals. One of the goals for moving on to middle school was to open a locker. Mike used his device to go to the website on the box he found at recess. The website took him to a video of the lock being unlocked. He watched the video so he could see the lock and hear the directions. This would help him practice on the padlock. Miss Ann told him he would get to keep it on his backpack once he figured out how to open it the first time. Mike practiced opening the lock for about five minutes. Miss Hart kept an eye on him to make sure he didn't display any signs of frustration. When Mike started to fold and unfold his hands, she prompted him to take a break. She offered Mike a choice of lotion or a short walk to the end of the hallway. Mike chose the lotion and went over to the sensory box. He opened the lid, found the peppermint lotion, and put some on his arms. Mike liked the tingly feeling on his skin and the smell of the lotion. Mike felt himself calming down. He remembered his mother telling Miss Hart about how peppermint lotion helped calm him. He wondered about what other strategies his mother and Miss Hart had shared over the past few years. When he was calm, Miss Hart gave Mike his ninth sticker for responding to a single prompt. She said she was proud of him for trying the lock and that he could try it again tomorrow. Next, Mike sat down at the computer to review the pictures he took with the camera on his handheld device when he went on the field trip to visit the middle school. He took pictures of all the people he met while he was there, including the principal, the guidance counselor, and some of the teachers he might have next year. He worked on his social skills goals on the visit by introducing himself to everyone he met, just like it said to do in his story. He also created a video tour of the school that could be viewed on any computer via the classroom website. He recorded the cafeteria, gym, and the auditorium because they were the areas he was most anxious about due to the noise and crowds. Miss Hart had told him that he would visit the school several times before the end of the school year to further familiarize himself with the new environment. Finally, Mike's schedule indicated that he needed to review his social situation stories on his device. He looked at his visual schedule to make sure he had completed all of his tasks before he left the classroom with Miss Anne to get on the bus. After such a busy day, he couldn't wait to get home to show his parents his schedule and to use it to review the day. When Mike was finished reviewing his stories, he approached Miss Hart with his completed Spider-Man sticker chart. Since Mike had earned all of his stickers, Miss Hart offered him a choice from the picture wall. Mike looked at all of his options and chose to spend the last five minutes of class relaxing on the swing in the sensory area. He found that spending a few minutes hanging out on the swing helped prepare him for the bus ride home. On the way to the bus, Mike said goodbye to Miss Anne and Miss Hart. On the ride home, with his earphones in and music playing, Mike thought all about the different tools he and his friends used in a day. He thought someday he would write a chapter for educators and parents about all the tools he used around the world. <laughs>